Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, last week, uh, last Monday, actually, not yesterday, but last Monday, I was on with uh, Dr. Brian Hall. Uh, of the Brian Hall Ministries. It's a uh, brand-new ministry over on Glendale, just off of uh, Burn in my uh, in my old neighborhood, and did a show they call uh, Monday Night Live. It's After Dark uh, with Dr. Brian Hall. We, uh, well, we talked about a lot of stuff, actually, uh, which is kind of interesting because the show itself, over the last few weeks, has really covered an awful lot of topics. So I tuned it in last night. They do it live on Facebook. You can go to Brian Hall Ministries on Facebook, uh, expecting to see an after dark. And I didn't see an after dark. Instead, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Brian uh, was talking about a new venture that he's going to be doing, and uh, that's part of what we're going to talk about today. He's going to, as I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, take the church to the streets. going to get his hands dirty uh, and get down with the people that are actually uh, working day-to-day out in the streets. And there are a lot of them that you're probably not aware of. Uh, So welcome to the show uh, by phone, uh, Dr. Brian Hall. Doc, thanks a lot for the time this morning. I appreciate it. Good morning, Free. Thank you for having me. Uh, Pastor, let's get get to what your church is doing right now, because it's kind of new to the area. I'm not sure everybody knows about it yet. Uh, You've been here before. You've been in Toledo before, pastoring. Uh, But you're back, and you have a brand-new building over on uh, Glendale, uh, just a little bit, uh, well, I guess it would be east of uh, of Burn Road. Uh, there used to be a church there. Uh, what was the name of that church before, before you uh, oh, bought that? It was that? Calvary Assembly of God Calvary some years Assembly. ago. Okay. Um, and then it became Hope Baptist Church. Mm. And then a uh, church had for some years a true church of God. And I like the fact that you called us new while we are not new uh, you you just spoke something over us because we are a new church in essence because we are moving with new direction. We've actually been in the Glendale location now for twelve years. Seriously, uh, it's been that been, long. Yeah, oh yeah we've God. been working somewhat under the radar. Yeah, uh, moving expeditiously but yet quietly simultaneously, and so uh, we're now ready to expose what it is that we've been working on. It's somewhat. Um, like we've been in the laboratory for some years putting mm-hmm. together a product, and now we're ready to expose it. And I'm very thankful that you were a part of this neo movement. Uh, and a lot of people are scared of the word neo because, of course, yeah. it means new, and uh, it seems to be somewhat ravish when you think about it. But we are moving now with a sense of um, urgency because, of course, as you know, we have determined to occupy all streets in the city of Toledo by mm-hmm. cultivating cultural change. Yeah, and I heard a, uh, I heard someone speak a couple of weeks ago, uh, at, and I forget exactly where, uh, and, and the topic was getting the church uh, out into the streets and being at least not necessarily responsible, uh, but as caretakers, almost as shepherds, of at least a six-block area. Uh, And what they were saying was if each of the churches, because there's a ton of them out there, would be responsible for a six-block area just around the church, it would be amazing um, 
the change that they could make in that area. Now, some of that's going to happen in your building. I took a tour of the building last week. Let's talk a little bit about what you actually do inside the building, because you have a gym, you've got a, a food pantry and some other things. What's going on inside the brick and mortar, first of all? So uh, thank you for bringing that up. And one of the things that we've been trying to do at the church is to move us outside. Uh, because of the pandemic, churches are now taking on what is called a new normal, mm -hmm. which means you will grow larger by growing smaller. And so our ministry has been involved over the uh, last few years of collecting data as it relates to what needs to happen around the circumference of our church and what are the needs in the community. And so we realize that we've got almost 20,000 square feet of building that has been unoccupied. Last year, we partnered with uh, Pathway for Successful Leadership uh, here in the city, who's doing some great things. Mm -hmm. uh, they were in our building and kind of showed us the fact that we can do uh, some positive endeavors. And so they were there last year. This year, we began to move out by uh, moving our church in a direction of being uh, outside of the walls instead of just having church. Yeah. And so we created uh, a food giveaway. And of course, Fred, let me be honest in my own chagrin, none of this happened as planned. We probably <laughs> had a six-month window or a year, oh, we're going to do this in six months. Yeah. Corona changed the very direction of mm -hmm. our ministry, and we had to be ready. We didn't have, you, of course, you've come to our show, we didn't have an online ministry five months ago, Fred. We didn't oh, you have didn't? The cameras. Okay. No, we didn't have the cameras, the lighting. We were forced into that by default. And so I'm grateful for the leadership of our ministry who followed the vision of what it is that we needed to do. And so the pandemic forced us. So uh, to give you an example, we did a pizza giveaway partnering with Pathway for Successful Leadership, mm -hmm. uh, Inc., Three months ago, we gave three a hundred pizzas away at our location. Of course, that was a vision by one of our uh, leaders in Winston Salem, North Carolina, Bishop Sir Walter Mack. We did a grocery giveaway a few weeks ago. Uh, Sunday, we did a dinner giveaway. It was called "Don't Cook Your Dinner Sunday." And so we've been thinking of creative ways to give back to the community. And you're right; the church has a responsibility to take care of what is around them. You cannot win the world when that which is close to you is being lost. But you've also got to understand not just the issues of the community, but you've got to understand how to handle it. Yeah. And even when you ask questions, you should already know the answer. And so Greater has decided that we want to utilize our building. Uh, we don't want it to just sit there. We don't want to be a church that just meets on Sunday and we become this private social club, as many churches become, mm -hmm. and we just gather for two hours on Sunday and the community never sees us. We want to be known in the community as a church that cares and that desires to give back. But you can't do that alone. No. It can only happen with collaborative relationships, and that's what we've been doing, i.e. with Pathway and with others that we hope to garner some relationships with over the next several months. Well, and the other thing, uh, too, that comes from uh, going outside your doors uh, when it comes to community, you can't win the community unless you're actually in the community. They have to know that you care about them, not just, you know, maybe a, a need that they're hungry 
uh, but that they need clothing, that they need maybe just a sympathetic ear uh, to listen to a problem that they're having, maybe with a, a city official or, or, or with a service that they're trying to get. They have to know that you're going to be there for them, and that's part of what you do when you go out. It's almost, you know, to hear you talk about it, it's almost like going back to the beginnings of the church when the apostles didn't wait for people to come to them. The apostles went out to wherever the people were and Correct. and told the people the message. That's kind of what you're doing, isn't it, Bishop? That is exactly what we're doing. And, of course, the New Testament is a prototype for the kind of church that we need to be. Fred, you know, during that time, they didn't meet just in temples and buildings. They mm-hmm. met in homes. And so when I say you grow larger by growing smaller, you become cell groups. And if we're going to occupy all streets, and, of course, uh, our team has uh, thought of a and, and again, I don't take credit for anything outside the fact that I cast vision. It's the people that work with me that come up with these ingenious ideas, and I like it, and it makes me look good at the end of the day. That's right. So we've decided that we would occupy all streets. We're going to have a map in our uh, lobby. So every street that we occupy, we're going to make sure that we mark it until we've got every street covered in our city. And uh, on Saturday, I had a Zoom call with our leadership. And one of the things that was brought up out of that, or what I consider the takeaway from that, is that uh, they would begin small group meetings on every street that we occupy. Isn't that amazing? So people don't have to come to Glendale. They can come to whatever street they're Mm -hmm. on, identify whatever that location is that is the progenitor of change on that block that represents our ministry. And, And we're growing. So we're growing larger by growing smaller. I like that idea. We're going to continue in a minute with you. I'm going to put you on hold for just a second here. We're speaking with Dr. Breon Hall from the Breon Hall Ministries. Uh, you can find them online by going to brionhall.com. It's B-R-E-H-O-N, hall.com. 22 minutes now after the hour. Uh, Dr. Breon Hall is uh, on the phone with me. You can follow along at uh, Breon Hall. Uh, dot com that'll take you to his ministry page and you can also follow them on facebook uh, where every monday night he does a monday night live and then a, a thing called after dark and as i said earlier i was watching it last night i expected an after dark program uh with an interview with uh, one of the movers or shakers from town but instead all i get is the bishop telling me he's taking it to the streets like the doobie brothers for crying out loud that he's going to get down and dirty, and in the next couple of weeks we should watch for him talking to the people who are actually uh, doing uh, the hard work in the streets. What uh, brought this on, and and what exactly does that mean, Bishop? So, Fred, let me kind of explain it in 30 seconds, if I can. (laughs) Okay. Um, So our church, Greater New Psalmist Baptist Church, which a lot of people don't even know the name of the church, you can find us at Greater npc.org. Brian okay. Hall Ministries is, of course, the ministry that uh, is my personal ministry that I use to travel uh, the country to do lectures, workshops, preaching engagements, etc. Prior to coming to Toledo, um, I was a lobbyist on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. I lobbied for anti-hunger and uh, poverty organization called the Maryland Coalition to End Hunger okay. that worked with the Children's Defense Fund. So I understand issues and getting out in the streets. I've had so many wonderful people on our show. I've had I've had you, I've had Judge Duhart, I've had former Mayor Paula Hicks Hudson, I've had uh, our candidate for sheriff 
Earl Mack. Mm -hmm. I've had Tyra Smith. I've had Al Bannister, who is now the uh, political director of the Biden campaign. Um, I've had uh, Brandy Crawley, who is an author. The list kind of goes on with the persons that I've had uh, on. Judge Myron Duhart, who's running for the appellate court. And so after having all these great shows, and Alan and I were talking, we had some people scheduled uh, for yesterday and for some scheduled for tomorrow. I had this passion that was burning inside of me to hear from those that have been hurting. And, of course, the show is going to take a turn for a week uh, to kind of bring in those voices that I consider to be the ensuing voices, to have dialogue with them about what it is that they see. These are gang, former gang members, those who are, well, I guess once you're in a gang, you're never a former gang member. You're still an affiliate of it, yeah. whether you are part of it or not. And so I've got favor with some of them, with, with at least three of those gangs. And I reached out because some years ago we did something called No Murder December, where I needed the gangs who are the boots on the street to help us with the plethora of issues that was happening at that time. And mm -hmm. during that season, there were no murders except for the one where the kids threw the bag over um, the bridge and, and oh, yeah. someone yeah. deceased from that. Uh, but during that month, there were no murders. And so <clears throat> while having this platform, I wanted to hear from the voices that have been quiet, uh, the ones who are there every week, who are frightened for their own lives, who have felt as if life was over because they chose a lifestyle that was not uh, conducive to what we consider to be success. Mm -hmm. uh, they've gone down the road that I consider to be most traveled. And so last, uh, well, let me go back. When I spoke at the rally downtown, when I was asked by the Buffalo Soldiers to come speak and pray, I had two of them to walk up to me when it was over. A lot of people walked up to me, but two of them walked up to me that I hadn't seen and said, we need you, we need your voice, we want to get involved. Now, these are persons who can add positivity to our community, mm -hmm. but they are deemed as not being so. Yeah, now, nobody uh, wants to listen to them because they look at them and that's a, you know, okay, I'm afraid of that. They're a bad guy. But a lot of times the bad guys, the guys who are involved in the, in the gang, uh, and in the things that we don't normally consider normal are the ones who can find solutions to get us all out of that mess, to get themselves out and the neighborhoods out, I think. And those are the ones that we don't want to have dialogues with. Mm -hmm. These are persons that if they're taught, I said this some, some months ago uh, to former Mayor Paula Hickson, now State Rep Hudson, uh, Hickson. I said to her, if we create a public policy institute to help our people understand how bills become legislation. I, I was there. I was on Capitol Hill. I worked there for three years. And so I understand what it takes. But our community doesn't understand. And so the reason that you have this fall away of voting is because voting can become intimidating to people who don't understand the issues. Mm -hmm. You also have leaders who don't understand the issues, Fred. And so they will do interviews and have conclaves, and, and they talk out of what they consider to be knowledge, but it's not a depth of knowledge where they can carry on a conversation that I think is relative to what it is that we need to be talking about. Yeah, I and so what, we, what I decided to do was let's go get some of these guys who – 
understand what's happening every single day, who are fighting for their neighborhoods because now they're older. These and and they're still someone's child. They're someone's grandchild. They're someone's uncle. Someone's aunt. And it's just not guys. It's it's gals too. It's 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 men and women who have come up in a lifestyle that you and I uh, would would see as valuable, but the rest of the world would see as non-valuable. Mm-hmm. So I went and got them and said, "Let's have a conversation. Let's let's bring all of you together, no matter what you wear—red, black, or blue." Let's be on the same show. I'm comfortable with you. I'm okay. Jesus walked among them. Uh, they were concerned about Jesus because he ate with you know the sinners and the publicans. Jesus wasn't going to churches. Yeah. If he was walking now, he wouldn't be in my building. He'd be walking the streets with those who were the 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 indigents of society and who were persons who would be considered as less than. As a matter of fact, he says, when you have done it to the least of them. You've done it also unto me. And so I believe that we've gotten caught in this whole religious thought, Fred, that church is just about the place that we gather. And the church has now been given an example by way of corona that we've been deployed. What are we going to do with our deployment rather than wondering when we're coming back to church? Well, well we, we are in church. Church is what we do outside. Church is what we do to make a difference. And we must begin to partner just not with churches, Fred, but we've got to now partner with temples, with synagogues, with mosques, and say, how do we really become community? And community comes from two Anglo-Saxon words, common unity. How do we get that? And if you watched it last night, you, you heard me say, let's stop talking about what divides us, mm-hmm. and let's talk about what unites us. So I'm going to get these guys. We're going to have a dialogue. And uh, I talked to uh, candidate uh, Earl Mack, and I said, w- once we, now that we got them, let's do something with them to have a forum where they lead, where they speak, where they share their hearts, and where we help guide them through a conversation that would be uh, good for change. I've got to stop you there because uh, I've got to hit a hard news break here uh, and sell some stuff. Um, I'm going to have you back on when you get all these guys together, all right? Yes. And let's talk about what the dialogue is like uh, and where we go from here. Uh, if people want more information, they can go to greaternpc.org. That's greaternpc.org. You can also find uh, Brian, uh, Dr. Brian, at uh, brianhall.com and also on Facebook and yes. catch up on the Monday Night Lives uh, and the After Dark programs on there. Uh, Bishop, uh, I appreciate the time this morning. We'll have you back on real soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the time. Yep, thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.